Okay, back from the break and having massive technical difficulties with my Audacity recording software. So I'm going to just try recording this on my phone and I apologize if the audio quality is awful, but I'd rather have a podcast than not have a podcast this week and I don't know why my audio has just decided between recording the intro and now, which is only, you know, a few seconds have elapsed. <sighs> okay, into the podcast we go. So this week, I'm not going to read emails. I want to tell you guys about a new friend of mine. So I met this woman, I'm going to call her Sally, Mustang Sally. She is in her 50s. She's blonde, white woman. And she has like, a, I think it's like a late 90s model or early 2000s model convertible Mustang, okay? And it's kind of like her pride and joy. And we were getting together. I drove to her house the other day and she offered to drive the Mustang. And I was like, yes, I want to like take a ride in this Mustang. She had been telling me about it. Like, oh, I have this Mustang. And we were talking about cars. And so, um, we went, we were planning to go hiking. So I got to her place and, um, she said, oh, should we put the top down? I was like, of course. Yeah. So she puts the top down and she's got the Mustang parked in her garage and, um, she's, and it's parked next to her other car, which is a Mercedes. So she's like, let me get in the car and, um, back out because it'll be easier for you to get in because it's kind of tight in the garage with the with the Mercedes next to it. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm kind of just standing there off to the side, right outside of the garage. And she's got the top down and she goes to turn the car on and it cranks and doesn't start. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she turns the key again and she, she like was totally unfazed. Like this just happens all the time. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what, you know, is it going to start or how many cranks is it going to take? So she cranks it again. And I swear to God, I could hear her pumping the pedal. And, but I couldn't see because I'm kind of standing like behind the Mercedes, like outside of the garage, but I'm, I'm, I can see her. I just can't see into the footwell, but I can, I'm listening and I'm, I'm listening for the engine and it turns over. She does this a few times. It cranks, it cranks, it cranks, it cranks. She totally is like super nonchalant about it. Finally on, I don't know, like the fifth or sixth crank, it catches and it turns on. And as it catches, the engine just like revs really hard. So I'm thinking like, yes, she was pumping the pedal as she was cranking it because as soon as it caught, like those RPMs were just woo, like crazy high. And then she stomped on it a couple more times, you guys. She just was like, ram, 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 kind of just like spanking it for not starting for her right away. And then she tossed it in reverse. It's an automatic. She just like flicked it in reverse, backed right out. And she's like, hop in. So I was like, oh my God. I hopped in her car 
and um, I'm kind of navigating because we're going to a trailhead that she's never been to. She's been to this uh, state park, but she's never been to the trailhead where I'm, you know, navigating her to. So I, we, you know, we get there and basically you have to kind of park off of like a little fire road. It's like a tiny one lane road. And on either side of the road, is just like trees and bushes and dirt. And, you know, it's just like the wilderness. So we're on this little, like, and there's just this tiny little kind of paved strip, but it's like an old road. So it's not like a nice paved strip. It's like this tiny little paved fire road, but old. And we're pulling in to this parking area and the cars are kind there's a bunch of cars kind of parallel parked alongside of the fire road on either side. And she's trying to figure out where to park, but the cars aren't they're kind of just scattered around. Like some of them, it looks like they sort of pulled into the bushes. Some of them are more parallel parked. Um, it's kind of just like a free for all. So you just park wherever your car fits. And usually when I go there, if I have my BMW, I try to find like a fairly flat area where there aren't a lot of bushes that are going to like scratch the side of my car and I'll just, you know, kind of park off the side. Well, she, I don't know why, but she like thought she had to turn around or something. And so she's like reversing into the dirt and then she starts panicking that she's, she's like, Oh my God, I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to get stuck. She kept talking about getting stuck, like stuck. And like, she wouldn't be able to get out and that like her tires would get stuck. It wasn't muddy, but it was just like dirt and gravel. It was very gravelly and dirt and rocks and stuff like that. And then bushes. And she kept apologizing. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Mimi. I'm so sorry. And she was like pulling off the road and kind of pulling onto the road. And I was like, it's fine. Like you do what you got to do. And at one point I almost offered to park the car for her. But then I thought, okay, like I don't like, she's kind of a new friend and I don't want her to think that I don't have confidence in her driving skills like I don't want her to feel like I'm trying to take over her her Mustang right so I was like you're doing fine keep going you know and she was like kind of spinning out the tires and like screeching us back like onto the fire road a little bit and then backing us off and trying to turn around and finally I was like well where what are you trying to where are you trying to put the car and she's like I thought I had to get it like this and I'm like no no you can just park it however like just get as long as the fire road is clear it doesn't matter she's like oh okay so then we parked the car and she left the top down which um I don't know I'm always paranoid with my jeep about like people I don't know I feel like people are gonna take it or uh Anyway, she's super like chill about it. And she's like, okay. And so we went off hiking and we had a great hike. We had a great chat. It was super fun. Um, drove home. The car started up like no problem. I think it would like probably was because it was sitting cold. Um, she works from home and I don't think she drives her car every day, the, the Mustang. And so, and she lives really close to the beach. So I think she just like walks to the beach and you know what I mean? So Anyway, I think that um, we will be having some fun together. I'm really looking forward to more opportunities to um, get in her Mustang and make some magic. <laughs> it was, it's a really cute car. It's super fun. Um, and 
yeah, we, we were having a great time. The other thing is, um, a couple like nights after that or evenings, I was having, taking a walk with another friend and we were walking down by the beach and, um, just like kind of walking and chatting. And I noticed there was a woman in like, I think it's called a Mazda MVP or MPV or something. It's like the Mazda minivan. I think it was a Mazda, um, and it was like a silver Mazda minivan, maybe 20, 20 years old, I'm guessing. I, I don't know. But I was just kind of like my eyes were fixated on her. She was in the car. She was probably uh, in her 40s, 50s, I would guess. I didn't really get to see her face close up. She had kind of long, like shoulder length. It looked like kind of dyed light brown hair with dark roots and um and kind of like a little bit like frizzy her hair was kind of like um like really thick she had like kind of thick poofy frizzy hair and um she was cranking the fuck out of that thing oh my god I've never seen cranking in public like this before just like out in the wild so she's like parked along by the beach and she is just cranking and cranking. And my friends, like, I'm trying to kind of like slow down and like we're, we were actually coming out of like, um, some public restrooms and we were walking back to where we like had come from. It was kind of like the midway, like the turnaround point we went to use the restroom and then we were turning back and I was like trying to slow, like kind of walk towards the Mazda and like <laughs> delay the, the turning back towards um, from whence we came. And this woman was just going to town on this Mazda. She was cranking it and cranking it. And I mean, I was like, oh, and it was shaking and the tailpipe was shaking and spluttering and like the whole, you know, she was kind of bouncing and just pump. She had the door closed. So I couldn't see like if she was barefoot or what kind of shoes or I couldn't see like what she was wearing really. Um, I just see like all this hair kind of like um, light brown or kind of a dark blonde, I guess, like a dark blonde with like darker roots, kind of frizzy, poofy hair, um, thick hair. And she was just going to town and I was surprised. I mean, she, because she just kept cranking it. Finally, it spluttered and spluttered and caught and it started. <laughs> and then she just revved it like crazy. And it, it sounded like it was going to die. Like she was, you know, really struggling to keep it started once it finally started. And she was like, you know, revving it and revving it, but trying, I, I felt like after she gave it a few good revs, she was just kind of trying to give it enough gas to keep it running. Um, and so as we were walking away at this point, once she got it started, then we kind of started like drifting back the other direction. Um, and I remember thinking like, I, it felt to me like this must happen to her a lot. Like she seemed completely, 
unfazed by it. Like she was just cranking the hell out of it and just like, I'm going to get you started and just pumping and pumping and pumping it until finally it started, revved it and then kind of smoothed it out by just giving it little, I don't even know if she was really pumping it or just kind of giving it little like jolts of gas, you know, like just enough so it wouldn't kind of pup, 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 pup and die. So that was super, super thrilling. I could not believe I saw that in real life. It, it was just like, I don't know. It was just like right straight out of a pedal pumping video. It, it was amazing. So I'm just curious if any anyone ever sees that kind of stuff just around out in the wild. Because I've seen people crank, but usually the car will start after a couple tries or the person gives up. This woman did not give up. She cranked that thing. And I, I, I remember also kind of thinking like, it feels like her car does this a lot. Like this is a routine deal. Like she was unfazed. Like, okay, I'm just, this is what I have to do to get my car started. And she was like, just going to crank it and pump it until it started. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> Would it have been weird if I had pulled my phone out to start filming? I kind of felt like that would be creepy. So I didn't do that. And I was with this friend of mine who, um, I met her actually a while ago, but we've only hung out a few times. Like she's a kind of a mutual friend, like a friend of a friend. And it's like, I don't know if like, this is just, I, I don't want to be like that creepy person that's like filming people in public without their consent. You know, that's just not okay. But I was so tempted, but I thought fair game. I can like tell you guys the story. I just wish I had like some evidence so you'd you'd believe me. Not that you have any reason to doubt me, but I don't know. Sometimes people um have <laughs> have emailed me like accusing me of of exaggerating or telling telling myths. Um so that happened. So I had those two experiences, one with Mustang Sally, my friend, and the other was just this random woman that I don't I don't know, I'll probably never see her again, but in her minivan that was super hot and then today I um started doing a little car shopping I you know I've been talking about this for a while and I've been looking for a car it's just I'm really kind of trying to be picky about what I buy because I don't have unlimited funds or parking for cars and so if I buy a car like an additional car for pedal pumping purposes, I want to make sure I'm getting something that is going to suit my needs. And I went to like a used car place um, with a lot of old cars and tried, tried some out. And um, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm not sure what I want. I kind of, there was a Mercury that I really wanted a grand marquee and it was, uh, 1997 the engine sounded great and it was so sexy to rev that big v8 engine oh my god but the deal breaker was there the ac didn't work the vents didn't even work like there was no air coming through the vents and um it was pretty like the cosmetically the car was pretty beat up 
and the passenger side window wouldn't roll down. You could hear the motor going, but the, the window, it looked like it had been taped up at one point, the window did. And so the car was pretty, the interior of the car was pretty trashed. I could have lived with that. It didn't smell bad or anything, but I'm like, no AC, that is kind of a deal breaker because even if I could put up with it, I don't know. It just, they wanted too much money for a car with that many broken things. I think that they wanted like $1,700 plus another like $500 in fees and registration and taxes and stuff like that. So I was like, I don't know. That just seems like a lot of money for a car with that many problems. But the engine, oh, that big V8 those big leather seats. And I love that that car doesn't have the big like center console part. I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel like part of me is like, let's do a, like a crowdfunding or what do they call that? Like a, you know, like a GoFundMe or something like, um, crowdsourcing. And if I get enough, uh, you know, donations, I can like buy the, buy the grand marquee v8 and just rev it and crank it oh my goodness but you know i i have to be also make smart business decisions and it just doesn't seem like it seems like that's kind of they're asking too much for it i did try out um a really cute and super clean 1993 toyota camry um that was a super cute car, but it's a little like four cylinder. The engine is not as like, you know, loud and heavy sounding. There was a Cadillac, a, um, what's it called? Like a DeVille, I think a 90, I think it was a 99, um, 90 something. And that also had a great sounding engine but you know what I don't know anything about Cadillacs I don't know anything about like the cost to maintain them like I, I know nothing about Cadillacs I do like the big engines though I have to say and and those big old cars that don't have that center console you get like such a great view of the pedals from the passenger seat I love that um yeah, the Cadillac was pretty fun too. Um, and I think they wanted even more for that. It was like three or four thousand dollars or something. I, I don't even remember. It was I was just remember thinking like, oh, there's no way. <laughs> um but and then they also had other cool like old Mercedes and stuff, but I already have a BMW and I'm like, uh, another like expensive to fix German car. You know, there's the Porsche that's not running. I got the BMW. I just actually had some work done on it and the bill was over $3,100. I'm kind of like, uh, no thanks on more expensive to fix German cars. Um, you know, the, the Japanese, like the Toyotas and Hondas are great. They, they're, you know, but I feel like I have access to a number of those at the moment. So... I'm not sure that I want to add another one to my fleet, even though that, that 93 Camry, it was a wagon, a Camry wagon, super cute. Um, nice little like mom car, low miles too, only like 200,000 miles for a, on a 30 year old car. 
interior was gorgeous. I'm going to put some videos on YouTube and OnlyFans as well. Uh, there was a Dodge Caravan that sounded awful. It was like, it, and it smelled like oil was burning maybe. And it was just, that thing was a, a wreck. Um, just a disaster waiting to happen for sure. Um, and I think that was about it for cars that like I was really interested in. I'm, I've, I've brought this up before and I've never really gotten great feedback. I'm really curious because, you know, let's say I were to have like a $2,000 budget, you know, I'm going to buy like an old kind of jalopy type car just to rev or crank or whatever. What do you guys think would be good? Should I go for like the big engine or something like, you know, more, uh, reliable, I mean, that's kind of, I feel like American cars, like older American cars are not so reliable. And that's kind of the appeal is that they are hard to start. They do kind of, you know, give you trouble. They are kind of, <laughs> I feel like sometimes the Toyotas and Hondas are like too good, but when they go bad, they do go spectacularly bad. I miss my Volvo too. That was a great car. I really enjoyed cranking that. Um, but I just, I've been looking for the last like six months, like pretty seriously looking. Um, and I just haven't quite found the right, the right, exactly what I'm looking for, you know? So if you guys have any inspiration or any ideas, I'm super interested in knowing. I think I'm going to wrap up this episode because I've just been rambling, but oh, one last thing, um, tomorrow, I am leaving on a car uh, road trip with my mom. We're taking the, the Camry. So if you guys remember, the last time we went on a road trip, which I think was like last September, um, the car broke down and we had all kinds of car trouble and um, I wasn't even sure if we were going to make it home. And so uh, we are going to brave it again in the Camry and hopefully all goes well, like it doesn't always start, but we decided that we want to, you know, the weather here in California has not been super hot this summer, so we decided it's, it's a great time to just get in the car and start driving, and we don't really have a plan, we're just gonna go and see what we see and explore and just like find a little motel or whatever and, um, yeah, we it, it's going to be like a total adventure with no no plans. Just let's go see what we see and see where we end up and um I'm kind of thinking like maybe towards the mountains or I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. But that should be fun. So I may have some stories from the road trip next week. I don't know. Wish me luck. <laughs> Uh, I have AAA, I have roadside assistance, but we may, you know, if we do end up in the mountains, I don't know if I'll have cell service, so it could get kind of interesting, but I'm up for it. I'm up for an adventure and, um, yeah, and I'm looking for a new car, a new old car. I want something at least, I feel like at least 20 years old, you know, like 20 to 30 years old would be great. Like a late nineties model would be would be fabulous. 
Let me know what you guys think though. That's my preference. I'm, I'm curious to hear from you. Um, as always, I hope you guys enjoy yourselves this weekend and have some great pedal pumping adventures. I hope that you get lucky and get to see some pedal pumping out in the wild like I did with that minivan. That was amazing. And with my friend. I mean, that was not exactly out in the wild, but that was definitely like a spontaneous thing. And I haven't really talked to her about pedal pumping. At what point in a relationship with a friend do you bring up pedal pumping? I'm curious. Or do you never talk about it? Or at some point do you say like, yeah, like I'm really into this thing called pedal pumping and you know you kind of try to describe it and if so how I'm so curious I do tell people but usually I'm I'm more comfortable telling people that I have some sort of relationship with versus someone that's kind of a new friend or you know that it's like I'm just getting to know or as an acquaintance I don't know it depends depends on the vibe I guess too right anyway um that's it. That's it for this week. I'll see you guys. Uh, oh, <laughs> my neighbor's waving at me. Hi. All right, you guys, I gotta go. <laughs> see ya. Bye.